Welcome! Y saludos, amigos. <laughs> to a special short episode of Revenge of the Pod. We're going to be calling it a Pop Culture Quickie. Uh, we just wanted to come to you guys and talk a little bit about the SAG strike, the SAG after strike, uh, coupled with the Writers Guild of America strike as well. Uh, Jason, actors are about to go on strike. Yeah, I was about to say, hey man, what's the what's the SAG strike? What is that? Uh, for the listeners out there that aren't caught up with this, yo man, this is crazy. Screen Actors Guild, yeah, yeah, yeah. Screen Actors Guild, um, guys. To be honest with you, in a nutshell, I'm gonna say it right off the bat. This is going to bring Hollywood to like a grinding halt. Everything that you are watching, if you're waiting for the next season, unless it's already been announced and it is done, it is going to be delayed. It is going to be delayed. Uh, if actors and writers are not there, people cannot continue their work. That is crazy. So Stranger Things, I don't think they've even like been doing it, right? No, they haven't. I think they were still, they hadn't even reached production yet. I think they were still doing the writing process. So they're, they've been at least not working on that for 70 days since the Writers Guild has been uh, on strike for the past 70 days. Uh, Deadpool 3. Deadpool 3. Uh, most... Almost everything at Disney and Marvel, I'll tell you that. Uh, most Warner Brothers projects are going to be on the same thing. It's it's most of everything, I'm telling you. Paramount, Netflix. Paramount, Netflix, Amazon, Apple. This is going to affect pretty much every show you watch. Um, one of the big things that they were saying right at the start, Jason, was studios were saying that this isn't the right time since they just came out of the pandemic and big blockbuster films aren't making that much money right now. And they're still trying to figure out a way how to balance uh, streaming and box office numbers. What do you think of that statement that they're blaming actors? They're also blaming actors for a lack of a resolution in the talks, too. So it's a bad time and actors aren't being uh, they're not being logical in what their demands are. Uh, I personally think. I don't know. I feel like it's like a double edged sword for me, but I, I, I do think it's complete bullshit. Um, it's just the big people that are funding the money, you know, the billionaires that, you know, yeah, they're losing money, uh, granted from the pandemic and they're just trying to catch up to all their stuff. And, uh, to, from what I was reading to appease their investors, they did all these layoffs right after the pandemic and these streaming services are trying to catch up because it's like a huge, when streaming services came around, they're still trying to figure all that out, but also as well as the writers and the actors, like, Hey, we had our contract set up to movies and TVs based off cable and based off of uh, box office. But now there's now our movies are going straight to streamers. So, like, how do we profit off of that? And, and uh, shows are going straight to streaming. They're getting released the day all episodes are getting released in one day. So I think that's like the major problem where writers and actors are kind of just combining. And this is the first time that the writers and actors are going on strike in over 60 years. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I was gonna I was gonna build on that too. If you noticed, like shows on Netflix, Amazon, even HBO now, um, obviously HBO I think has been doing this for a bit longer, but they don't have 20 episode seasons anymore. You don't see that 
And you don't see that constant like paycheck that these writers and actors get from all those episodes that they get on show. And they're only getting paid per episode a lot of these times. They're also asking for benefits, better benefits, uh, better minimum wages. Uh, they, they call them livable wages, I guess. So they're not minimum in terms of the state minimum, but right. they are minimum wages in terms of uh, what actors and writers get paid. Well, I mean, where the writers and where they shoot the films, right, in New York, uh, Los Angeles, it's not cheap to live there. So minimum oh. wage, it's, it's going to be really tough. And the hours that they're expected to work, usually people that like, you know, like there's actors that are also servers at the same time. They're just trying to make a living because they're not getting enough money. Uh, the, the, we're talking about the small actors. We're not talking about the people that are getting $20 million yeah. a movie. Like yeah. the actors. Just wonder, guys, these people are getting tw paid $20 million a movie. For, for a reason, right? Like they're the right. top dogs at the time, but there are that for every one of those, there are thousands of commercial actors who are competing for the same commercial. You know what I mean? There are hundreds of people competing for the same jobs and they're not getting paid on a weekly basis. It is a tough living. And I'm glad that you brought that up, Jason, in terms of uh, that the state is not cheap to live in. California has had Hotel workers, school bus drivers, teachers, and cafeteria workers all go on strike this past year or within the past year. Now we've got writers in America. We also know as, as part of a national problem that UPS is about to go on strike in August. Uh, the auto workers of America are about to go on strike as well. So you're seeing a wave of workers who are, who are saying we are not getting the wages that we need. And this is just the latest one. This is going to be the one that you see the most of because of how much television most people watch. Right. Uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's it's pretty crazy. But, I mean, good good, good for the people that are striking, you know. Um, hopefully uh, positive things come out of it. Um, I don't know, man. It's just, you know, these billionaires just making too much money. Uh, and they're just getting a little greedy, honestly. They don't want. They don't want to spread out that money. That's that's the main problem. I they blame the actors for a lack of resolution. They said that uh, pretty much the the things they were asking for were unrealistic. Actors said that the offer from studios was actually insulting to them, and most of the writers who said that they were trying to do negotiations, uh, who were who the studios were also blaming for a breakdown in talks said one was quoted as saying, we were still in the room eating our pizza, waiting for them. So it's kind of surprising that the studios are taking this stance uh, when you have so many people who can who can say that's, that's BS, that's bullshit. Yeah. That, and did we talk about the AI and uh, the likeness and stuff like that yet? Uh, tell me more about that, Jason. So part of the reason why the writers are, are also on strike is that they're they are scared that, um, you know, with the new AI technology that uh, pretty soon these uh, companies are going to want to use AI to start writing scripts and boom, they're out of a job, which kind of makes sense. I, I understand it. So I, I think in that part, I'm like, well, you know, write better shit than they do. And AI does. I don't know. But lately there hasn't been good writing. Well, I mean, there's. Right, give or take. There's there's some awful writing. There's always gonna be awful writing, but hey, you know we 
there's still some really good stuff out there that that could be out there and that they're not doing. And then also the actors are scared of uh, AI as well and digital technology, that they're scared that they're going to get uh, duplicated and used for their likeness. And it's not even them. Um, that's and happening. They can do. I mean, if you've been on TikTok, like there are some crazy things that AI can do now. I mean, yeah, like you have CPT. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 insane. Um, so yeah, they're also scared that this is going to happen. They're going to lose out on 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 jobs as well. Um, that <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Maybe it's better for us for entertainment purposes. I have no idea. I mean, uh, yeah. AI will get better. I would say right now, the things I've seen from AI, I would much rather have a real person. Yeah, but it's only going to improve. Like, it's still early stages of AI, so it can only get better. It's going to start getting better. See, for me, I agree with you, but I would I would prefer to know that, like, an actual person is writing these stories and getting paid for it. That's a dream job for a lot of people. Yeah. I would I would hate for that to go to a computer. Like, I mean, how did you feel when carpenters were losing out of their job uh, versus just getting easy shit off of Ikea, like, whoa. I and mean, I was not alive when- I, I know, I'm just saying. I replaced it's, it's, by- uh, It's kind of like that, man, it might happen, you know? Like, it's-, it's, it's Well, that's it's, the thing. When you go to a carpenter, I mean, obviously there are way fewer carpenters now, but when you go to a true carpenter and ask them to make a piece, it's much Ooh, better than anything you get Nothing like it, yeah, that, that is true. That is true, but I'm just saying like, with uh, such high demand, like it could go to that and then maybe the product's gonna get worse. So that's what I'm scared of. So I, I think uh, the one AI thing that I recently remember seeing, obviously they digitally rendered uh, Sam Jackson and Captain Marvel. That's using AI technology, right? They did the they did the same thing with uh, Harrison Ford to make him younger, right? Yeah, uh, Paul Walker when he passed away, they used his brother and made it look like Paul Walker. Mm -hmm. And then the intro to Secret Invasion, same thing. That was all done with AI, and it's 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 okay. It's an okay intro. So you see where the potential is going. What worries me is that maybe actors and writers will not have enough leverage because of AI, and I don't think that's something that's fair either. I am definitely worried about where that's going to go. The machines are taking over, Jason. <laughs> this is this is Terminator. <laughs> uh, judgment Day is 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 upon us pretty soon. Uh, a lot sooner than we think. We are, we are now in the matrix, Jason. Get your guns now. <laughs> so it is pretty concerning. That's 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 a serious issue. Obviously, they were talking a lot about residual payments as well from streamers specifically. They said uh, broadcast television already has a really a pretty solid deal with actors, and it looks like writers. The issue is that streamers with shorter episodes, and then they don't release numbers on how many times people watch shows. Uh, it's they don't even know what to ask for in residuals, but what they're asking for is tied to how much people are watching the stuff that they're creating. Wait, whoa! So they're not getting residuals for streaming services? Uh, it the details made it seem like they are not getting. They're getting like a flat rate residual. I don't know, man. Like, because I know there's some people, uh, especially Jamie. We fall asleep to like The Office. Uh, Imagine how much money you get from that if you get like even to how much people actually watch it, right? Tied to yeah. viewership. I, I feel like that's a reasonable thing to ask for, right? Yeah, so. yeah. It's funny. There's a, uh, so do you know uh, the actor that played, oh, you never watched Hook, did you? 
The movie. Yeah, I did. I saw it as an adult, but yes. Okay. Uh, the the character that plays uh Rufio. 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 Yeah, he also played uh, the American Dragon. Oh, you didn't watch Disney Channel. Um, he was the American Dragon. You had to find a way to say it. Didn't you? Uh, yo, he played Zuko in uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. Uh. Did you watch Avatar The Last Ember, the cartoon series? Prince Zuko, right? Yeah, Prince Zuko. Yeah, he played Prince Zuko. Anyways, uh, he has a TikTok. You guys should follow him. It's, it's pretty cool. Like, he'll, I think he calls it Residual Check Fridays. And, like, he'll, because he has a he has a stack, because he did a lot of voice acting. And he did just a lot of, like, little, um, as, as he was growing up, right, he was, like, maybe cameos in certain shows or something like that. So he, like, he'll, like, he was, like, all right, let's see what we're going to eat today. Like, and he uses Residual Check to see if he goes to, like, maybe have a steak dinner if it's a big residual check or if yeah, like yeah. he's going to go to like Taco Bell and get maybe like a crunchy taco or something. Uh, it's pretty fun. I like his TikTok videos and like he opens it. Wait, 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 What? It changes that much? Yeah. Yeah. Because it, 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 he gets like a monthly check. And so I guess it's like depending on how much how that, views? how many people viewed it in that month. Right. All right. It could be months. It could be months. I don't know. But um. It's cool because you're like, oh, so he'll open the check and I'll say it's from where? And it's like, oh, it's from, oh, it's from this show. And then like, he'll play a skit from the show or from the movie that he was in. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's 200 bucks. Sometimes it's like $3. Sometimes it's like 60 cents. Um, but uh, I think that's pretty cool. I didn't know about that stuff, like residual checks and stuff like that. But yeah, if you're, you've ever been in anything, you get a portion of that, depending on what your role in that uh and what your contract was, I guess. I'm not sure. So, if you're more of a music person, it's kind of like getting royalties for someone else using your your music, things like that. Right. It's it's percentage of whatever they're making off of how many times it gets watched. So, yeah. yeah. They're asking for more off residuals. And again, I, it's funny to me because another argument that the studios made was they're putting a lot of other jobs in danger right now. They're putting all these other workers in the film industry uh, out of a job. But I'll tell you this, Jason, the people who get paid the worst, even worse than writers, are production crews. And that's the people that they're trying to say, you're putting them out of a job. You don't even pay them enough. Yeah. You don't even pay them enough. They're they're the ones who don't even have a union to defend themselves with. So that's that I thought that was just a great, a great addition that they had. They're like, oh, you're putting them out of a job. Bitch, you don't even pay them enough. You don't even pay them enough. Yeah, that's wild. But uh, it, it's nice to see that uh, like the, the big actors are backing up these small actors up. And, well, uh, it really doesn't affect them. Yeah, they, they, they're they like, no, but like we we support the other actors because I'm, I'm guessing, you know, them growing up too, like, hey, it was tough for us too. So we understand where they're coming from and uh, we should fight for them now before it's too late. Um, one thing that I did find interesting is it's starting tonight, right? Uh, as of Thursday at midnight. Um Obviously, Oppenheimer, we're excited. A Christopher Nolan film that's about to come out. There was going to be a premiere today in London, and all the actors just left the premiere. Yeah, they're not allowed to be there. Marketing. Yeah, they they can't promote any movies, so they're not going to be there talking to Jimmy Fallon about the movies that are coming up because they can't even do that. They're not they're not going to be showing up at Comic Con. So if you guys have Comic Con tickets, actors are not going to be there anymore. So that's unfortunate for you guys. You guys bought tickets. Uh, glad I that you so I went to a Comic Con right before <laughs> this past weekend. I went to one, yeah. Oh. So I didn't even know that about the strikes. I thought they just stopped filming, but like it's just a bunch of things that's going to affect a lot of promoting and stuff. So we're not going to see it. 
Um, so it's just going to affect uh, people that are, you know, we're trying to escape from our work and our troubles and stuff to watch these shows and maybe updates about like, hey, new trailers are coming out. We get excited for them. That's why we're doing this this show. You know, it's what we do. And um, so it's it's going to be a bummer. But at the same time, you know, maybe maybe some good will come out of it. So. So if this affects things that we are watching, guys, what we promise you is that we will come to you guys with recommendation lists and we'll do a um, shout out to the Ringer Network for this idea. Some rewatchables, great podcasts that they have where they rewatch older films and dive into them. We'll do things like that for you guys. We will bring you content. Yeah, yeah, we might have to do that. So. Yeah, yeah, we may have to. Yeah, we'll see how that goes, but we will have content for you guys, and I, we're gonna have fun with those because I love rewatching uh, some classics. I just rewatched uh, a classic last night with Gabby. Shout out, uh, Saving Private Ryan. But yeah, so this is gonna be big. This is they're saying that it could last for a few months. Uh, I do want to say, Jason, I want to give the producers uh the alliance of producers the studios um their their chance to put out what they said they did say that they were going to provide an 11 percent increase uh in the contracts first year for background art actors stand-ins and photo doubles as well as a 76 percent increase in residual payments for high budget shows that stream overseas that seems really specific to a really specific group of people, but that's what they were bringing to the table. Yeah, why not also the U.S.? Because I think this is where we we stream a buck down here. Yeah, and then I mean I don't know about the eleven percent pay increase only for the first year. So yeah, that that, that feels like wrong. a slap in the face. <laughs> yeah, don't get me wrong. I understand that studios are losing money. I understand that all they're worried about is their bottom line and making it as efficient as possible. That's why we saw so many purges at Warner Brothers Discovery and at yeah, Walt Disney. A bunch of layoffs. Like thousands and thousands of jobs lost. But at the end of the day, they can afford that money. And actors, especially big name actors, you just give them a producing title and they will put money into the film as well. We've seen it time and time again with projects that people really want to see and that these people really want to do. I think they'll, they'll step up to the challenge in those senses when there isn't enough money there. Well, they uh, better. I think studios are being really, really stingy with their money right now. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and you, you get it right. The, everyone was affected by the pandemic and entertainment was just, and, and again, the product that they've been releasing lately, some, you know, there's, box office right now for indiana jones is not doing well you know uh well, practically everything not really yeah, doing that well elemento is doing trash you know so it's just so they're getting nervous <laughs> so i got a question for you jason so i mean we've seen it even before the pandemic we saw once netflix started having this rise we saw that there was a slow a slow uh a slowdown in people going to the movies of course once the pandemic hit it was like falling off a cliff Studios were making a lot less money. Um, television was going up, though, in terms of streaming. But I don't know how streamers pay as compared to broadcast networks, regular studios. So that's where I'm thinking because most of their issues come from streaming. So it sounds well, like streamers are not having to pay the same as uh, broadcast television is what it sounds like. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's very interesting because like people like Dave Chappelle, he got paid like sixty million dollars to do his stand-up shows on Netflix. So they're willing to cough up money if you're the right person. If you're the right person, yeah. So it's just very interesting. It just, it, I guess, it just really depends on like the bottom tier people. So I think that's where it affects those people. Hey, I I will say this may bring a an abrupt end to the golden age of television, as I've been saying. <laughs> Uh, I I truly think I mean obviously in interviews a lot of people are saying this. Fran Drescher said it herself. She's the president of SAG. Um, this looks like it is a this is like a big moment in American history in terms of pop culture and entertainment. entertainment. Yeah, these strikes and what comes out of them uh, could shape the way we the way we get our entertainment from here on out. I think there may be some mergers in streaming services even more because if that's going to affect it, it's going to affect money and they're not going to have enough money to stay afloat. Or, hey, maybe they're going to save money because everyone's on strike and you're not paying them, right? So The one that I think we'll probably see, for some reason, Sony is doing fine. But the ones that I think may merge would be uh, NBC, Com- NBC Comcast yeah. or Comcast Universal with uh, Paramount. And Vice, that would be a huge merger, but I feel yeah. like that could be possible because both streaming services, I know for a fact, do not have a lot of subscribers. Yeah, and well, both so, are trash. Well, Sony has other things than just inner like movies and shows. They got PlayStation. They got. But their studio uh, is doing well. TVs. Yeah. Oh, is it? Well, I mean, Spider-Man uh, across the. Across the Spider Verse. Is it across the Spider Verse well. or into the Spider Verse? Beyond um, they've got they've got some hits, and you know what they're doing? They're using the old model where they pretty much lease out their titles to different streamers and television channels, and they're getting residuals off the fucking uh, viewership. So they're they're they've kept a model that works for them. Kudos, because most most uh, studios have had trouble doing that. I am shocked at how A twenty four has still survived. But they're they're starting to do the same thing sooner rather than later. When before, like you couldn't see an A twenty four title until it was on sale. Uh, right. Yeah, well, hey, no, I'm glad. I'm I like what they're doing. You know, if they they'll go to these uh, film festivals and if they really like a project, they're gonna back it. And it's been working for them because the films that they've been putting out are amazing. Oh, uh, by the way, my daughter had me watch uh, Marcel Lachelle again. <laughs> <laughs> so they're definitely doing stuff for everybody. I, I think we're definitely going to see a turning point, point in the entertainment industry. Actors want to get paid more. And we're probably going to see, if, if I had to guess, we're going to see projects that don't have as much money put into them after this strike is over. Whether or not actors and writers get fair pay, I really think that there's going to be less money in the industry. You're going to be see, seeing less movies put out. Less I, investors. Yeah, less investors. There's just not enough money in the industry anymore because of how things work now. That's my humble opinion. Maybe less is better. Maybe less is better. They could focus on some really good stuff. And you know what's funny? You saw this giant expansion when streamers came in and then we're going to see it contract again to where everybody's watching a lot of the, sim- the same shows. A lot of the same <laughs> yeah. shows. Um, obviously, it'll still be a bigger pool, but... Well, that's all we got for you guys today. Jason, you want to add anything else to that? No, that's that's about it. Uh, 
Can't wait to see this weekend. My boy Luigi's visiting us here in Arizona. He decided to come when it's going to hit high 117, maybe 120. Who knows? So Yeah, we're going to be under a heat dome in the southwest for the next week. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to see what the what this this heat's all about. He was like, I want to go during excessive heat warnings, guys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want, I want to be out there in it. Um, <laughs> yes, I'll be seeing Jason very soon and hope to see you guys very soon. I'm going to try to be there for this next episode, but I may not be. Um, we love you guys, though. We appreciate you. And thanks for joining our Pop Culture Quickie. We'll see you next time for another episode of Revenge of the pop. Peace out, guys.